Welcome to Grace and Glory Audio, featuring Pastor P.G. Matthew, Bible teacher and pastor of Grace Valley Christian Center, located in Davis, California. Today, Pastor Matthew continues in the Bible series on the book of Joshua with part two of this message entitled, Success Guaranteed. If you have your Bible with you, please turn to Joshua chapter one. Now, here's our teacher, Pastor P.G. Matthew. Let's turn to the book of Joshua and learn some biblical principle. What we are seeing is two million people. They are camped on the east side of Jordan. Two million people. And the time, of course, is bad because Jordan River is overflowing. And when it overflows, the width of Jordan River can be one mile. And the question is, how can God take these people through Jordan River into the promised land and defeat first Jericho, which is the city through which you come? And defeat all other cities and people and kings. And then divide the land to God's people. That's the charge. To go in, defeat them, and divide up the land. And give us inheritance to God's people. This is a serious task. and great challenge. And so God appeared to him as he appeared to Moses now he appears to Joshua directly and gave him three reasons for encouragement and first a promise of God God promised that he would do such and such the second we considered this morning Pentateuch, that is the scripture. By that time, the canon consisted of five books. By the end of Joshua, another book will be added to the canon. By the end of the first century AD, the canon was completed as we have today. So the second reason for great hope is The word of God. Not only that you possess the scripture. But the scripture possessing you. Controlling you. And now. We want to tell you the third. Reason for comfort. And let's turn to. Verse 9. Of chapter 1. Have I not commanded you? That means the authority. Have I not commanded you? Means have no doubt. Be strong and courageous. Do not be terrified. Do not be discouraged. And then finally the reason given. For because. The Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. So the third reason 
for comfort, for encouragement, is the presence of God with us. Well, we have the promise of God and the scripture. We have the scripture. And finally, what is it? The presence of God. There is the overflowing Jordan. We are talking about the river Jordan that flows from Mount Hermon and flows into the Dead Sea, which is the lowest point, around 1,300 feet below sea level. There are no boats. And God wants you to go now, not in the summer or when the river is shallow. He wants you to go now. Therefore, arise and cross this Jordan. But here is one of the one of the most difficult tasks. And it is good to know how they solve the problem. And there are giants in the land. 38 years before this time, Joshua was sent there along with 11 others. They examined the land. They said... The cities are fortified. There are giants there. It is a beautiful land. It is flows with milk and honey. That is all true. But giants are there. And in their eyes we saw ourselves as what? Grasshoppers. We cannot do it, they said. See, when God doesn't figure in your plan, this is the type of natural understanding we come up with there are powerful Amorites how can I leave these two million people across this Jordan and defeat all the enemies God is asking me to do and divide the land and give us inheritance uh, to the people and in this passage we are told three times Verse 6, verse 7, and verse 9. We are told, Joshua is told, be strong and courageous. Be strong and courageous. Be strong and courageous. Be not terrified. Be not discouraged. And why did he say that? Well, because we (laughs) we are terrified. We are discouraged. We are timid. We are not strong. God understands that. But he says, be strong. Be not terrified. Be bold. So how do I get this boldness and confidence? The final reason is given here. What is it? For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Think about that. This we must believe. Don't think modern theologians way that God is a myth. This God talk is simply a myth. It has nothing to do with the reality. Reality is what? This world. Which can be examined, verified. So If you are talking about God, if it helps you, go ahead. But understand there is no reality to God. 
And I think we get this understanding, even Christians begin to breathe in this atmosphere that God's talk has no meaning. God is not real. God is a myth. God is not objective. And so what happens? Well, we are afraid. We are fearful. We are timid. We lean on to our own understanding. Think about it. If we really believe that God is with me, then our thinking, our speaking, our work, our spending, our relationship, everything is going to change, isn't it? If we really believe that this eternal, infinite, almighty, all holy, all just God is with me, everything will change. I believe God is speaking today that we ourselves haven't believed this truth the way we ought to believe. And I will tell you when we believe, when our life is changed, when our thought is changed, when our word is changed, when our work life is changed, when our marriage is changed, when our behavior is changed for the better. Because now we live to please this God who says is with me. Now let me ask you, do you believe that God is with us? You see, I'm sure everybody would agree to that. But let me put it differently. Do we live in the reality of this affirmation that God is with us? And if we live in the reality of it we shall be strong we shall be courageous we shall not be terrified we shall not be discouraged we shall be bold I'll be with you wherever you go man the presence of God the blessed presence of God guarantees our success if God is with us think rationally renewed reasoning think if God is with us who can be against us St. Paul reasons now remember let's turn to the book of Exodus chapter 33 remember what Moses spoke to God if you are not going to go with us see God threatened and said I'm not going to go with you Moses understood if you are not going to go with us please do not send us there that is still true so what was the answer let's turn to Exodus 33 verse 14 the Lord replied my presence will go with you and I will give you rest there are people who may be sinning and let me tell you why you are sinning because you do not believe that God is with you see this understanding when we believe it will keep us from what 
sinning. God came to Mount Sinai. It is smoking, there is thunder, there is lightning. And you are not to come and touch the mountain. It's all holy. What's the reason? God is there. And the people told Moses, please tell God, don't speak to us. You can speak to us, but tell him, don't speak to us, because we will die. God is holy. Where is the trembling? Where is the fear of God? Oh, what now goes for piety is jumping up and round. Stupid, superficial, happy-go-lucky. And you come and tell me, well, we have to have a little more joy. Now, that's good. I have no problem with joy. But it is also true that if you really see God, you will tremble. There is a holy reverence for God. So Moses said, God came because the fear of God may be with you to keep you from what? Sinning. Exodus 20 and verse 20. You ask the question, why do we sin? Why do we go counter to his law? What's the reason? We don't fear him. Why your kid doesn't want to obey you? What's the reason? He has no fear of you. He lost it. Maybe that is too much to say. He never had it. See, lost it means you had it. <laughs> and then, then you lost. No, I don't think he ever had it. Presence of God. And so, Moses valued the presence of God. And Moses said... If you don't come with us, please don't send us there. We'll be defeated, destroyed, wiped out. Please come with us. There are giants there, fortresses there. They are armorized, they are powerful. We are nothing. If you go without God, you are finished. People of this world are smarter and more powerful and wiser. Let me prove it to you. Who has more money in the world? Christian people? No. Who are more powerful in the world? Christian people? No. Not many wise, not many noble are called. And God chose things which are not. And that's what we are. But with God. God is pleased to dwell with us. Hallelujah. <laughs> and so notice then. Exodus 33 verse 14. The Lord replied. My presence will go with you. And I will give you rest. Salvation. Peace. Inheritance. Joy. I will go with you. And I will give you. We read here, as I was with Moses, so I'll be with you. And that is still true. As he was with Joshua, so he will be with you and with me. That is the largest reason for us to be confident, to be unafraid of the future, 
to be unafraid of enemies, to be unafraid of persecution, unafraid of death itself. And it says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. I will never drop you. I will never abandon you. People give birth to their children and abandon them. But God says, I will never leave you. I will never make you sink. I will never drown you, drop you. I will never forsake you. You see, that ought to make you happy, isn't it? Turn with me to the book of Matthew and the last chapter that Joshua, the greater Joshua, one who is greater than Joshua has come. His name is Jesus. And he died and he was buried and he rose and he said all authority in heaven and on earth is given to me Matthew 28 beginning with verse 18 therefore go into all the world make disciples of all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son and of the Holy Spirit teaching them to what? Mm. See, that's obey, it's a better translation because observe meant that but now observe simply means look <laughs> obey what is it whatsoever things I have commanded you and then we are told what I'll be with you this is what it is man Christian life is based on this reality I will be with you the one who he is Lord, one who is creator of the ends of the earth, one who is the governor of the universe, one who is the Lord of history, one who defeated death itself by his death on the cross, one who rose from the dead. In this world you have tribulation, but what? Cheer up, I have overcome the world. And this I, it says, will be what? With you. And so from beginning of the scripture to the end, this is the most distinguishing reason for us to rejoice, to have strength, to have confidence, to have courage. What is it? I'll be with you always, even unto the end of the ages. I am that I am. Self-existing, self-sufficient, covenant Lord is with us he is the warrior and he is the savior he fights battles and turn with me to the book of Joshua chapter 5 13 through 15 Joshua is looking up the fortress the walls the towering walls of Jericho and wondering how this can be done and all of a sudden there is a man with a drawn sword are you for us or against us the answer is what neither you don't recruit me I recruit you you surrender to me and you come under my rule then everything is going to be alright this is the presence. Who are you? The captain of the army 
of the Lord. The captain of the army of the heavenly host of which Israel is only one division. And he has what? The sword drawn out. Combat ready. See, we think we have to do all this. No, he is the warrior and savior at the same time. So we, what did people do? What did church people do today? Oh, we changed him a little bit. We took away his sword. You see, that's too offensive. And then made him look like a nice person with dimples and sweet Jesus, sweet Jesus. What a wonder you are. We can hug him and, and play with him. And, and he never says one thing that is offensive. He never says repent. We made him out to be a nice person. No, the one who is with us is a warrior and a savior. Or turn with me to the book of Exodus where Moses uses that language in Exodus 15. Moses is not taking credit for all the miracles God performed, taught Pharaoh a lesson who challenged God and said, who is he that I should obey him? Exodus 15 verse 3, the Lord is a warrior. The Lord is his name. Pharaoh's chariots and his army he has hurled into the sea. Let's never forget. If you are sinning, let's not forget that he is also a warrior. He has a sword drawn. Never tangle with him. Never treat him with contempt. Sinning person is treating this one with contempt. You don't understand who he is. Me, we made him sweet and nice and wonderful. Always for me. Never rebukes me. Never corrects me. Never does anything to me. Oh no. Or turn with me to Deuteronomy chapter 3. Deuteronomy chapter 3 and verse 22. Do not be afraid of them. The Lord your God himself will what? Fight for you. He's a fighter. Yeah, he's the captain of the Lord's army with the drawn sword. He defeats all our enemies for us. Before the captain of the Lord's army, the Red Sea parts, Amalekites lick the dust, River Jordan becomes dry ground, the walls of Jericho crumbles. Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. This mountain shall be removed. All mountains, all rivers, all seas must make way for the great God who is leading his people into the promised land. So people of God, be strong, be courageous. Don't be terrified. Don't be discouraged. What is the reason? God is with us. Trust in his promises. Trust in his everlasting and eternal scriptures. Rest in his presence. Move forward with him. Success is guaranteed. 
the captain of the Lord's army shall never be defeated. He has promised to save us. And his promises shall be fulfilled. Turn with me to Joshua chapter 21. Take a look at the end. Chapter 21 and verse 43. So the Lord gave Israel all the land he had sown to give their forefathers, and they took possession of it and settled there. The Lord gave them rest on every side, just as he had sown to their forefathers. Not one of their enemies withstood them. The Lord handed all their enemies over to them. And notice, not one of all the Lord's good promises to the house of Israel failed. Every one was fulfilled. And finally, in the fullness of time, born of a woman, born to obey the law, came the greater Joshua. By his life and death on the cross, he destroyed our enemy once for all. Our enemy, the devil, and freed us from death itself. It is this Joshua who gives us true rest to all who trust in him. He calls the weary to himself. Come unto me. I'll give you rest. He gives inheritance to us in him. He brings us into the promised land of eternal salvation. In him we are blessed with every spiritual blessings in heavenly places. So be strong in the Lord and fight our spiritual enemies. Christ has already defeated them. So overcome the devil and his minions by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. We are told neither death nor life nor anything else in the whole creation is able to separate us, defeat us. Resist the devil. He shall flee from you, the Bible says. There is the power of God's promise. There is the power of God's written word. And there is the power of God's presence. God has poured out his spirit upon us. Isn't that true? So go forward. Follow him who calls you. He is the warrior savior. He goes conquering and to conquer. None of his promises shall fail. He shall lead you always in triumph. And finally, he shall present us before God's glorious presence without fault in glittering glory and in inexpressible joy. This is his purpose and that purpose shall be achieved. Are you still wandering? Still restless? Is your life without meaning or purpose? Are you confused and lonely? Our greater Joshua, Jesus is here. He's the savior, he's salvation. He forgives our sins. He clothes us with his righteousness. Because the Bible says Christ died for our sins and was raised for our justification. 
be his servant be his friend be his son he shall delight in you and you shall delight in him do you want gold or do you want god do you want to hug gold or do you want to be hugged by god he shall delight in you and you shall delight in him and he shall make you from this day forward successful prosperous mark it down heavenly father we pray that you help us to believe in the power of your promises power of your written scripture and power above all in your presence god is our ever present help we shall not be afraid we shall go forward through jordan we shall go and it will part jericho walls will crumble in our presence the kings of the amorites shall be defeated not because we are strong but you are with us for we pray in jesus name amen you have been listening to grace and glory audio a part two of this message entitled success guaranteed come back soon for more transforming bible teaching from pastor pg matthew